0: Welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast with your hosts Goodnight Punk and WindKiller Inc. This week we bled the banking guild dry with three straight days of credit ice and threw in some droid smuggling for good measure. Along with a big update on August 30th, we've got a lot to discuss. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is the 12th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, also known as Goodnight Punk, and as always, I'm here with Wink. How you doing, Wink? Oh, hanging in there. How are you? Uh, not too shabby. Just ate one of those half-cooked cookie with ice cream things, and I feel like a sloth. Oh, that sounds pretty Wait. tasty. Oh, it was delicious, but the problem is I ate... About three quarters of it And then I drank milk with it And, oh my god So if I fall asleep in this podcast, you'll know why Completely understandable Uh, Yeah, just tap on your microphone Maybe give it some feedback It'll probably wake me up Yeah, I'll just scream at you or something So, (laughs) today
1: Football returned How awesome is that? I
0: am stoked Pretty happy I wasn't much my Sooners to, got uh, their ass kicked. Yeah, I won't be too happy if Arizona ends up losing this game to BYU right now, so that'll stink. Yeah. But good. I'm sure some of those other people like Jen and his Michigan game were real happy. Yeah, lot that of, was a pretty convincing win. Two top five upsets
1: sets in the first day. That's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Good weekend for college football. Well, halfway. Definitely.
0: And uh, some NFL next week. Yep. We had some interesting stuff this week. Got an August 30th update that updated a lot of stuff. So got some kind of interesting information here to talk about. So we all knew that Kit Fisto and Wedge Antillas were coming to the Cantina Nodes, right? We talked about that last week. Yep. Yeah, and then, then the update dropped, and suddenly there's an in-game message saying that B2 Battle Droid has a cantina node. That kind of caught me by surprise. How about you? Yeah, I was pretty
1: surprised to see it. He was one that I kind of thought they would keep as an exclusive, but I was really glad to see him come to the cantina. He's one I'd like to get. He's, you know, he's on a lot of teams, and he's got a lot of utility.
0: So very exciting. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that those two besides Kit Fisto, those two were erodium characters, right? And there they yep. are dropping into the Cantina.
1: And the only Kit other Fisto two erodiums are
0: Yeah, Kit Fisto from the Chromium. A lot of the Chromium original Chromiums are now in the Cantina, so that's pretty cool. Yep. The only Erodiums we got Rex and Tuscan Shaman. Those were the only two before Battle Droid and Wedge, right? Uh, maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, don't see them anywhere yet, but yeah, I'm sure we'll see Rex eventually. I don't know what they're going to do with Tusken Shaman because I don't think anyone really cares about him, to be honest. I I know someone in our guild has him seven starred, but he's the only person I know with him. You know? Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. I uh, forget who it is, but he likes him. He used to use him in Galactic War a lot, so whatever works, having an extra healer there. He's a dark side, right? Yeah, so he's a dark side healer also. that's He was using him in all his dark side levels, helping him complete them, because so, he didn't have DACA. So it worked Not out yet. well
1: for him. Bet that's nice. Right?
0: Yeah, nice to have other dark side healers, but... Well, we... That led to our podcast poll. So we asked everyone of those three that were introduced to Cantina who they were going to go after. So the question was, which new to Cantina nodes character do you plan to farm first? And we gave four answers. There was Wedge, B2 Super Battle Droid, Kit Fisto, and then the answer, none. So if you just aren't going after them. And the the first answer, I kind of assumed... It was Wedge at 59.7%. Uh, I'm going after him right now. I think he'll be awesome. I'll pair him with Biggs. And I wasn't really surprised to see so many other people going after him. How about you?
1: Yeah, it didn't surprise me too much at all. That was kind of what I expected. That was basically the breakdown I expected, too. Um, Wedge just has so much utility with Biggs and... The synergy and everything so I kind of figured since this rework and B2 I figured would be second just for the fact that you know we have an idea of how good he actually is he's fairly common or at least in my arena there are several people that have him and he's frustrating as all get out to deal with and then Kit Fisto being third wasn't surprising either it's you know he's Got some utility, but uh, only goes so far as useful for certain things, really. And that's kind of about it.
0: Well, yeah, the crazy part to me is that ranking character-wise, it went Wedge, B2, Kit. But as far as voting-wise went, it went Wedge, none, then Super Battle Droid, and then Kit Fisto. 20% of people said they weren't going after any of those next. Yeah. With only 14 saying going after Super Battle Joid. So, well, interesting. I'll we'll see if anyone moves on to those two after they go after whatever they want. But yeah. someone also said in the comments that we should add it in there no one, meaning they're going after mods and still aren't working on Cantina. Because I'm sure there's a good chunk of people doing that too.
1: Yeah. You, when you
0: finish Lando, you're doing that, right?
1: Yep. Uh, I should finish Lando Sunday. So. I'll be going back to mods after that and I you know I'd like to have wedge and B2 but right now they're just not worth
0: the effort I don't believe Gotcha Yeah just continue making those guys that you have powerful and then once you got them where you want them go after something else Yep that's kind of what I'm thinking Well it turns out that the event for Rogue One is kind of similar to what I was thinking it might have been last week. We got yeah. that started on the 1st, and it turns out it's a monthly login event running every day. and So you'll get 30 shards in total, and 30 shards from your daily login rewards. which I, It's pretty nice that the monthly login character this time is actually someone that's going to unlock for all the newer players at the end of the month. Because last time it was Wedge, you got your 30 shards, then you needed, what is it, 50 more to get him unlocked to four stars. Same yep. with Anakin. So you really didn't get a character, you just got a bunch of shards. But in this one, if you're a lower level player, you're going to get a unlock on Scarf Rebel Pathfinder. And according to Cozy Spoon, I think that's his name, the dev on the forums, he says that if you collect every daily shard along with the monthly event shard, you'll unlock him at three stars. So, not too bad. Yeah, especially once we start looking over what he is.
1: Yeah, I, I can't wait to see yeah. if he kind of follows the pattern of going to the cantina after, you know, after the month is over.
0: He's kind of a normal character, right? Maybe they'll throw. Maybe he'll be the one they finally throw in Galactic War. Yeah, maybe.
1: That'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, I'm sure people would be okay with that. I've been clamoring for it for a while, and I understand why. Yeah. Yep, so, it's, it's a... V- yeah, definitely. Run it Getting pretty stale in there. Uh, this event is tuned for 30... Level 30 players and above. So, not only are they going to unlock a character they can use, as long as they're level 30, they should be able to complete this event. But... The, the caveat to that is it still requires a Rebel team to beat it. Yeah. So if you don't have Rebels on your lower level account, the odds of you beating this are going to be a little harder. But as far as I know, I don't think there's a cap on how many characters you can take into there. So if you have a high enough level, one, if you have one character high enough level, you can probably beat it depending on who it is. So. yeah I don't know. It's a pretty simple event, pretty easy. I think they've tuned it to be, hey, run in here, get your shards. might be a little hard for lower level, but if you're working on rebels, you shouldn't have an issue. But yeah. I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yep, I like that. I mean, it's giving you a little something extra, but you still kind of have to actually go in and do something to collect it. So I like that. It's a good idea.
0: Yeah, it's a nice little... Extra thing to do each day. I'm okay with that. So that brings us to Scarif Rebel Pathfinder himself. He was actually added into the game on uh, September 1st on this update. So kind of get a look at what his uh, abilities are. And I'd have to say I think they're pretty cool, actually. Different, for sure. So let's just dive in with his basic ability. It is called Dig In deals physical damage to target enemy with a 70% chance to gain offense up for two turns. All other allies gain 15% turn meter. So not only does it gain offense up for two turns, or has a chance to, each basic attack, it looks like, gives 15% turn meter to everyone. It's kind of yep. like a deal you have with Hot the rebel scout, where he has a 40% chance to give everyone 25% turn meter. Scarif here... Gives 15% turn meter each time. So that's a pretty nice guarantee there on his basic. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you don't have to.
1: You can actually count on it rather than just being kind of random the way Hoth Rebel Scouts is. That's really cool. I'll be curious to see how well that actually works in a Rebel team with like an Akbar lead. Yeah, definitely. Makes
0: me think he could be really good for Galactic War. Oh yeah. Keep giving that turn meter so you can preserve your protection as much as you can by going as many times as you can. Throwing a Hoth Rebel Scout in there with him. Oh Holy yeah, crap. that's a lot of a lot of turn meter gain. No Hopefully kidding. get you going a lot more than the other team. Yep. And the next part is a special seems pretty interesting. <laughs> there's no there's no other tanks that are like this, right? So we found out you know, Scarf Rebel Pathfinder is a tank. So his special is Explosive Entry. Deal physical damage to all enemies with a 70% chance to inflict offensive down for two for three turns. Additionally, gain taunt for two turns. So basically, it's an AoE move that also taunts. So that's pretty sweet. You're going to wonder how much damage it'll do along with the taunt. Yeah, that's... That's a good question.
1: I'm kind of curious. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, Poe's uh, taunt in that he takes uh, turn meter as Naoe an and can give expose versus this guy that actually does physical damage and can give offense down for three turns. That's an awfully long time to be given offense down. That could be really useful because there are a lot of characters that are really common, especially in Arena, that are basically worthless with offense down.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the, the good thing is it's an AoE, right? So you could hit yep. potentially all five people with offense down for three turns. Yep. And if they don't have a debuff on their team, that's going to be sitting there for a long time.
1: It's a 70% and chance, it, so it's you know has the same percent chance as Palpatine's AoE stun, if that kind of tells you anything as far as how effective it should be.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I like the chances, for sure. His unique is pretty cool, too. Kind of a annoyance like Boba Fett is. It's called Do or Die. If Scarf Rebel Pathfinder has any buffs, he, when he is defeated, he is revived with 15% max health and 20% turn meter for each living rebel ally. Whenever Scarf Rebel Pathfinder is defeated, all other allies gain speed up for two turns. So not only is he reviving himself, if you have a whole turn, or if you have a whole rebel team, he's getting 80% turn meter along with his 15% max health. As long as they're alive, right? Yep. That's pretty big.
1: Yeah, that's super cool, especially for a tank. I mean, just giving him that chance, that's, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and 15% max health of his unmodded health at level... Or at highest gear level, highest level is twenty six thousand. So, whatever fifteen percent of that is, that's a pretty significant chunk. Yeah, for sure. One or two more hits to take him back down, and if you're running a healer, which most people don't, you can bring him back up too. So, that's about four thousand health,
1: just under four thousand health that he would be revived with.
0: So if they have offense down, they're not going to kill him, most likely. Any other attack is probably going to kill him. But yep. they're still going to have to kill him again. Yep. And if you manage to buff him before he dies again, he'll just pop right back up. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like it's it's going to become really annoying, especially if you have a a team that buffs a lot.
1: Yeah, for sure. So
0: And... Yep.
1: I know it's a frustrating deal with, like, uh, HK or or Boba, like you said, is, you know, it's not that inconvenient. I mean, they're pretty easy to kill once they come back, but it's kind of inconvenient that you actually have to waste a turn on them rather than dealing damage to somebody else. So it's almost kind of an extended taunt because most people probably can go ahead and finish that character off
0: rather than letting them linger around, so... Yeah, because when they pop back up, if you don't focus them back down, depending on who they have on their team, if you go on to someone else, if they heal them back up, you're back where you started again. And it's just super annoying. Have you ever fought a team with a Boba Fett that revived like six times in a row?
1: Yeah, I have in Galactic War. It's frustrating as hell.
0: Oh my god. It's like, just stay down, would you? Please. Yep. You're not needed here anymore. So, A few of his stats to go and kind of compare. Royal Guard gets used a lot in the arena, so I just kind of put his stats up next to Scarf Rebel Pathfinders just to kind of show where he's at compared to Royal Guard. Scarf's health's 26,724. Royal Guard's 26,798. So right about on par with each other in health at max gear and level. Protection. He's got twenty-two thousand nine hundred. Royal Guard has twenty-six thousand two hundred fifty-eight. So he's got a little more protection, but twenty-two thousand isn't really that anything to scoff at. So that's pretty big. Yeah, it's got a base potency of of, right. So if you you put that nineteen percent protection mod on him, you're getting a nice huge chunk added on there,
1: along with your health
0: mods. Royal you Guard and probably tanky. Han
1: or about the el- or not, not Han but Chewie are probably the only ones that are even in that ballpark for protection.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I know Stormtrooper Hans isn't isn't that high for sure. Base potency forty percent. Royal Guards thirty eight percent. But as we went over with we went over Jawas or when we went over people for the new raid, we talked about the two. Jedis and the Jawas. We were talking about how with the change to potency, anything above 40%-ish is high compared to what it used to be. So he's still got a pretty good potency too. Yep. Speed 109, rail guards is 110, so they're about on par with that. Armor 270. So that was another one that I looked at because, you know, with the change to fixed armor, Scarf Rebel Pathfinder has a lot of strength, so he gets a lot of good armor in there, too. And that's pretty huge for a tank. And his is almost 20 above Royal Guards, even. So, And Raid Gear, three pieces, so pretty much like any other character for the most part. Not on the low end, edging up on the high end, but hopefully not too bad. I don't know what the three pieces are, I didn't check, but... Probably the same thing everyone else needs, just to uh, crowd your gear and block it a little bit. Try to get you to pay for some more, like they're doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would guess one of those is probably a scanner with the amount of potency
0: he has. Yeah. Probably a good guess. Well, another big surprise. Yeah, you let me know. I'm going to talk about this. Surprise from the arena shipments. They didn't really. They didn't add any new characters, but surprised everyone by adding in credit bundles into the arena shipments. And su- surprisingly, they're not that bad. I don't know. Have you looked at them? Uh, I did. I was
1: really, really impressed.
0: Yeah. So for two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Holy crap!
1: That's the wrong <laughs> number.
0: Don't quote me. 2,000 arena tokens, you can get a million credits. 1,200 arena tokens, you get 600,000 credits. So that's... Those don't seem like huge numbers anymore now that the new credit heist is out, but even still, 1 million credits is a pretty good chunk. And 2,000 arena shipment credits, that's not a whole lot. That's For most people, that's about two and a half days of uh, arena payout for a million credits. I'd say yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, and in a day and a half, you could get six hundred thousand credits if you really needed it to level someone up or whatever. So, I, I was actually surprised that they put those in with decent costs. I, I like it. I so was now, too. if I need some credits randomly somehow, I'll just grab them there.
1: Uh, let me jump back to Scare Rebel Pathfinder real quick. Uh, his right yep. gear is two droid collars and one scanner.
0: Yeah, you got the scanner right. Of course, droid collars because everybody needs them. Yep. So, backlog that in your uh, your gear gear grinding. Yeah, no good. Uh, but yeah, those
1: uh credit bundles are pretty awesome. Uh, I'll be c- curious to see if eventually they add something to Galactic War similar to that because we're probably getting to the point where there are a lot of people really collecting a lot of Galactic War coins. I'll be curious if maybe they add some gear or something along those lines to buy there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Running out of things. I know there's people out there that have already got everyone maxed out so it's like they're just sitting there collecting those coins because there's really nothing for them to buy yep. unless they bought are trying to get grievous then they can do that but even still you know odds are they'd rather just have someone dropped in there or something dropped in there they can spend them on So yep. we'll see I'm sure they'll update that eventually I know that they've got to hear people talking about it by now so have you seen this new thing Palpatine Got any comments on that? I know you use them. Yeah. um,
1: I'd noticed some of those bugs before, so I kind of expected that this would be coming. Uh, I've noticed, you know, him stunning despite uh, who he's attacking, actually evading the attack, and then also the shock being applied sometimes whenever he does his basic attack despite it being evaded uh so yeah that can make him go
0: extra annoying yes <laughs> for those that don't run him and are seeing him everywhere that could definitely be super annoying if if they're doing that and you already are having a hard time beating him it's nice for everyone that's going up against that in their whole top 20 you know to actually not have that problem pushing back on them along with just how good he is, you know? Yeah, it gives
1: those uh, invasion leaders a much better chance against those Palpatine teams, so that, that'll probably make a lot of people happy, given the number of those that there are in
0: Arena. Yeah, he's done a good job of, you know, neutering those evade teams pretty good so far. You don't see half... I'd say you don't see half as many of them as before, but, no. you know, at least... This way, if you are using him, he's not making you. making your leader ability pointless by just blasting through it, even if you evade. So. Yeah. It's a bug fist that fix that was needed, but, uh, you know, some of those Palpatine guys were probably snapping their fingers, saying, oh, darn, you know. Had it for a while, now it's gone. Yep. So. Whatever. I don't think we'll see him uh, change at all anyway in the arena. He's still going to be there for a long time.
1: Yeah, unless he gets nerfed or something along those lines. I completely agree. Yeah,
0: Yeah, unless he gets the Yoda treatment. then uh, Yeah. So. And speaking of Yoda, surprisingly a very good counter for Palpatine. That potency up. Perfect. Uh, Tenacity up. Yeah, tenacity, potency, you (laughs) know. That's what I meant, tenacity. Different sides of the same plane, yeah. (laughs) One of those iscities, one of those (laughs) things. Yep,
1: (laughs) that is true, though. Especially if you can get him to go before Palpatine has a chance, because I know, uh, like Rex, if Rex goes before Palpatine and gives... Uh, tenacity up it's frustrating as hell you don't really do anything at all so
0: yeah exactly so if you see a yoda in your arena popping up here and there and you're wondering why that's probably why they're probably trying to counter all the palpatines out there now yeah so well the other new thing and i think is awesome especially on my level 75 account, is this new training droid event called the Training Droid Smuggling Event. or Something like that. Droid Smuggling Event? I don't know. It has a name. It's gone yeah, right now. I, I can't think look it up. Droid Smuggling
1: so. Event sounds correct.
0: Yeah. We'll go with that.
1: So there. Whether we're right or <laughs> Perfect.
0: wrong. Perfect. We can name it whatever we want. <laughs> the Droid Smuggling Event. That's it. We'll go with that. But it, it's the new one. It replaced the droid mining event that was always there that no one did. The one I at one time said if it disappeared today, I would never know it was gone because I never did it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Same here. Well,
0: that one's gone. And I did notice because they added in something awesome in its place. And that is the droid smuggling event, as we've named it. And it grants a ton of high-level training droids. And some ability mats, and I think it's crazy. I never really realized this, right? But this is probably common knowledge, but one star to two star. A two star is five times as powerful as a one star, right? So once you start getting up into those six stars, you know, that's a huge amount of experience points for those six and five star training droids, and you get those from this event. And you get a good amount, too. 20, that's 28, 20-plus. You get a ton. I know everyone I did it had 20-plus for those two. And when you use those on your characters, it will quickly bump them up. It's pretty great. Which tier were you
1: completing on the uh, Training Droid Challenge?
0: So for me, I was only getting Tier 3 finished. For some reason... Hey, hey. the characters, those Rodians, Rodian, let me try that again. <laughs> those Rodians were kicking my ass. So I don't know what it was about their abilities. That was so much harder for me than the credit heist, but I got frustrated with it and I just said, screw it, I'm going to do the tier three and finish it off. So I did tier three and I got some ability mats and I got the, uh, those training droids and I used them quick, and I got at least three or four people up to 80 off the two days' worth of events. So those high-level training droids can add to your experience points on your characters real quick.
1: Yeah, definitely agree there. Uh, One thing you did say that was kind of interesting, we were talking about this in Discord, actually, the other day. Having a discussion Mm -hmm. as far as the training droid event versus the credit heist. Uh, there were a lot of people saying that the training droid event was a lot more difficult. I actually had the opposite experience where I thought the training droid was far easier than the credit ice. Uh, what
0: would you think? Training droid challenge yeah. much harder? I'm on the opposite side. Yeah, I thought the training droid was way harder. I saw both sides, you know. Like, I know I saw Jen saying that that training droid was impossible for him to do yet he could do the credit heist, I believe. And then there were a lot of people that were the opposite. And it's like, I guess it's all team comps. So, I don't know. I don't have Lando, so that could be yeah. a big reason. I don't know. Yeah, because I run Cad Bane lead with Stormtrooper Han, gamorian Guard, Chewie, and Dengar. So, that was able to complete Tier 4, of the Credit Heist, just fine, but not finished tier four of the smuggling event. Yeah. So, And mine are random gears, random levels. They're not all full 80s with like gear 9, gear 10. So some of them are 70s, one was a 60, and it took me bumping them up with the training droids to beat the Credit Heist. But even bumping them up, I still couldn't beat the smuggling droid event. So. Very interesting.
1: I completed yeah. the tier 4 of both of them, and
0: the rewards
1: on the uh, Roy challenge, I mean, obviously I'll keep doing it, but, you know, the extra stuff you get wasn't, you know, anything too impressive as far as I noticed.
0: Well, let's go over this real fist, so, real fist, man, I'm on fire tonight four different difficulty tiers, right? So they added in a level 30 and a level 80. This is for Training Droid and for the Credit Heist. So there's a new level 30 and a new level 80 in Credit Heist. 50 and 70 are what they had before. And level 30 gets tier 1. Level 50 gets tier 2. Level 70 is tier 3. And level 80 is tier 4. And as far as the tiers go, you need three scoundrels for tier one four for tier two five for tier three and five for tier four so that's your entry fees and tier four they all grant you ability mats and training droids but if you do tier four you also get two to four pieces of raid gear or one omega ability mat so getting an extra omega isn't a bad deal i don't think yeah. if you get it if but you, I don't know did you get an Omega or no, did you just d- get Raid Gear I didn't
1: get an Omega I didn't even get a purple ability mat or anything um, I don't even think you didn't that, get Raid Gear I, I don't think I got Raid Gear either There was, you know um,
0: huh. different types I thought those things were guaranteed it, no it's
1: uh, there's you know a bunch of different gear that you can get and in that there is some Raid Gear but you're not guaranteed to get Raid Gear
0: Oh, okay, so it's just purple gear. Yeah, pretty, with some raid gear pretty in there, much. possibly. I think there may have been some blue. Okay. But, yeah. Gotcha. Well, I'd say I'm going to do it every time, which is a lot more than I can say for the old training droid event. So, yes. I like I, it. 100% I think it was a good change. There. Yep. And as far as the credit heist goes, it's almost the same type of deal, except. They upped the credits, so now you're getting tier 1, which I talked about was level 30, three scoundrels, 100k to 1 million can be your reward, all RNG-based. So already, 3 scoundrels at level 30, if you can beat it, you can get up to a million, which is what you got for the whole thing on the last one, doing 4 runs. Tier 2, 4 scoundrels, level 50, 250k to 2.5 million. Pretty huge for a level 50 if you have four scoundrels. I think that's awesome. Then you get into the big big boys here. Five scoundrels at level 70 for tier 3, 1.5 million to 5 million. And tier 4, five scoundrels, level 80, 2.5 million to 10 million. So basically, if you finish the credit heist two times, depending on if you do two tier 1s, two tier 4s, whatever... You can get anywhere between 200,000 credits and 20 million. That's quite the jump, I'd say, from what it was. Yeah, that's... I mean, holy crap, 20 times what you could get before if your RNG was good enough that you got two ten millions. 10
1: millions. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's no kidding. That's awesome. Uh, w- did you
0: complete Tier 4 on the credit heist? I did, both days. And on the first day, I got... Uh, 2.5 and five, so I got seven and a half on the first day, and the second day I got 2.5 and 2.5. So I, I was on the lower end for both of those, but I mean, I was the reverse five, of you. I
1: got the two and two and, a half and, two and a half the first day, and then two and a half and five the second
0: day. So, so you're already at 12 and a half million over two days, compared to the one million you got for one day before yep now i didn't get the 10 million i didn't get close to the 10 million on either any of my four runs but i don't care i 12 million i'm happy with that that's oh hell huge yeah compared to what that's, we used to get yeah, so that's awesome i've seen a lot of people complaining about the rng on this saying well i did the same exact person thing as this person but i got two and a half million they got 10 and I can understand the frustration. They did nothing different than you did, right? But the thing is, this whole game is RNG, right? So I'm sure what I'm saying is going to piss some people off, but the whole game's RNG. So, yeah, (laughs) the whole game's RNG. You know that going in, this is no different. All I'm saying is, 1 million is what you got before. If you can't be happy with 10 million at the least, you know, I don't know what to say. That's way better than what we had before. 100% agree. So, but yeah, I would say overall thoughts on these two events awesome. I like them. I'm very happy. Really good. It's good to see that they are, you
1: know, taking these older events that they've had forever and kind of updating them, making them a little bit more challenging, and actually giving good rewards from them. Because it was yeah, totally. a big, huge waste of time to do the uh, Training Droid Challenge before.
0: Mm-hmm. And it costs you energy. This doesn't cost you anything.
1: Yeah. So that's another excellent point. That was probably the biggest reason why I never did the old ones. I wouldn't go waste yeah, my valuable sure. energy on that.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, one last uh, item of note on this between these two before we move on is these two ran coinciding the two days. So you had the smuggling event and the credit heist at the same time. Well, going forward. Credit Heist will show up on its own day, between 6 and 12 days. And the training droid, or droid smuggling, whatever you want to call it, that'll show up on a completely different day. So they're not going to be on the same day. They'll just kind of pop around here and there. So you won't see them on the same day again. Interesting. Yep. That's how it is. So pretty cool. Give you more days covered by events that way. So it'll always give you something to do. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Well, I don't have a whole lot of experience with this next topic, so I'm going to let you lead it, and I'll just give you my thoughts as we go.
1: Well, uh, the other event that returned and was slightly altered was the military assault. That was obviously the one where you got to use rebels and clones to fight against... uh, you know, just various empire characters, as well as eventually getting to Vader halfway in, and then at the end fighting. You know
0: what? Four royal guards and Palpatine. So it sounds like a royal nightmare to me. Yes, which can tell you that I have never been there. Yep, and it scares me. It it can be. Uh, so <laughs> a
1: couple of things they did to change it and make it a little bit more. Difficult Because last time that the military assault was here, we hadn't been intru- introduced to mods quite yet. So mods kind of changed the game and they had to alter things and change it a little bit. So mm-hmm. the Vader boss that you fight in, uh, I believe it's level four, his damage increased by 200% and his potency increased uh, from 100 100- one hundred to one fifty, you
0: know, going from tier to tier. Mm-hmm. Uh. So he's gonna ability block you every time he smacks you. Yeah. More than likely.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fortunately, um, his speed's so slow that he only gets to go a couple times before you can take him out. Generally, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But. Right. Uh. The other thing they did was. Palpatine's damage—they increased it by ten percent, or sorry, not ten percent, ten times. I love,
0: uh, I love this note they put in the uh, patch notes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone got it, but I pasted it right into the our show notes just to make sure it was said. Go ahead and say it, Boss it's... Palpatine. <laughs> Here you go, Boss Palpatine's damage increased ten times, which already sounds like a nightmare. But what they add in onto the notes is. No amount of mods will help you survive the murder lightning. (laughs) And I can vouch for the
1: fact that it is, in fact, murder
0: lightning. It's pretty awful. Uh, (laughs) His normal murder lightning is bad. Increase the damage ten times. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Palpatine
1: won't use his buffs or AoEs in his boss encounter, they say. And it is also much harder to evade Palpatine's basic attack in the event. So, basically, just about every time he attacks, he gets you, and, well, he ruins you, because that's yeah, what he does. Shocked. Um, Welcome to Shock so town. Tier 1 was tuned for level 78 to 80, and obviously been adjusted for mods, uh, I was able to finally complete it this time. I didn't complete it last time. Last time was actually a reason why I started farming Rebels the way I did. But I completed Mm -hmm. it with an Admiral Ackbar lead, Hoth Rebel Scout, Lando, Stormtrooper Han, and Leia. And all those characters were pretty much maxed, and they were uh, fully modded as well.
0: Well, that's, yeah, I can see how you would need them that way. Let's just say that, because yeah. I don't have the Rebels on my main account, but I do have that a good Rebel team on my secondary account. So I went in there just to see if there was a chance I could beat Tier 1, and they're all level 75, got 1 and 2 star mods, and most of them are gear 9, and holy crap. I got to level 3 before they all just start getting picked off and I didn't even see Vader. And if I were to try to do this on my main account, I still have bigs at level sixty, Akbar in green gear, you know. I didn't even attempt it because I just knew it would be a slaughter. Yeah. So did I complete it? No. I did not complete it. In fact I look at it and I cringe. That's just what it what it does to me. That's completely understandable. Can't blame you.
1: I, <laughs> I mostly autoed tier one this time because of how much I had them geared up. It, it was pretty easy. And I got to right. the end of it and I was like, man, everybody saw his protection. Well, that's an exaggeration, I guess. But they were all still pretty much full of health and took everybody out pretty easily. And I was like, man, this uh, this tier two can't be that bad. It just <laughs> but they said it was gonna be very difficult. I was like, oh, all my characters are max. it's gonna be easy, it's gonna be fine. uh no, no, it was a, <laughs> nice. it's, it was a lot more difficult. This was probably the hardest challenge of or anything of the sort that I've seen in the game i mean it's it was incredibly
0: frustrating, but I did eventually I end could up imagine, ADD. man yeah, yeah after tier one. With an all-75 squad, with modded out, and not being able to go far. On Tier 1, I could imagine Tier 2 with a fully geared squad. The difficulty they have for it to try to challenge you. Which isn't a bad thing, you know. It's nice to have challenges in the game. For sure. So, but it's cool, good. I'm glad that you beat it. That's good. So, uh, on Tier 2, the team that
1: I used basically had everyone maxed. Uh Lando is six star. Mm-hmm. Well I started doing that I I think I attempted five or six times and I never even made it to Palpatine. Um, I made it to the seventh phase I think two out of five times and then the other phases, you know, was somewhere between four and six where I would usually lose out where they'd finish me off and I was you know, I was kinda thinking, what the hell this is this is not good, but mm-hmm. there was a big weak link in my team, I noticed. Um, Leia, as good as she is, she's great for attacking, but she's not very good at, you know, kind of hanging in there and making your team last a little bit longer or just being able to survive. So
0: Yeah, once she drops out of her stealth... She's like a sitting duck until she can do it again. She's so
1: vulnerable. And also, uh, there are a lot of characters that use AoEs, and AoEs would still hit her, too.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I started thinking about who I had that maybe had more health, and I ultimately settled on fives. My fives is 76 level, uh, gear 9, and I never even put mods on them. I stuck them on the team first try in, you know in lieu of uh, Leia. Started doing it. uh, Started making it through. That first phase is kind of tough because of the AoEs, but obviously beat it. Got to Vader, beat him. Finally got through that pesky uh, Tier 7, and that was pretty frustrating, but I did get it. And then I got to (laughs) Palpatine. And... Honestly, I thought that it was one of the easier phases in some ways, and in others it was way more difficult. Um, he's so slow that he doesn't go very often, so you get quite a few attacks in between. And fortunately, due to uh, Lando's AoE, I was able to take out most of the Royal Guards You know, before I really did too much. And before the murder, lightning came. Yeah, before the murder, lightning. <laughs> and yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's murder, lightning. I don't remember exactly what the damage output was, but it, it insta killed everybody that it touched. And uh, ah. it it was frustrating. I ended up surviving with only two characters, despite all that, mainly due to the murder lightning.
0: I to say, just got all the shots in before he was able to murder everyone. <laughs> But gotta hope he doesn't murder the main damage dealers before you have to start over. Yeah. I will say this about the military assault. For all the jokes I make about Jerry, holy crap. Was he an all star in the first few phases of that? God, I know. Frustrating as all get out. That freaking turn meter bomb is just destroying. And then the double damage when he shoots one person and it jumps to the next. Ugh like okay jerry i see yeah you're good you're good for the ai you just don't want to be good for me i get it it's cool (laughs) it's because i make fun of you that's exactly what the reason is but interesting yeah
1: so i don't know how many people completed that tier but i like i said my team was pretty much max and it was still pretty damn difficult so i'd say that's a
0: pretty good pull podcast poll for next week yeah that's not a bad idea uh I, how how many have, where how far have you gone in empire Salt? yeah and or military someone else with this
1: is it ends in a couple days so you don't have much time it looks like probably in labor day and it's gone so make sure you turn guys, it into a
0: weekend event yeah maybe they'll big uh bring it back more often then who knows yeah
1: hopefully more often than three
0: months at least maybe
1: we'll get the ewok one back again before too long
0: and that was who droids and empire uh i think it was droids and empire maybe i don't i guess we'll see i don't remember <laughs> so interesting well there's that murdered me kind of murdered you yep still a fun thing Stay away from that lining and just hope you
1: don't kill the characters you really need. I think Lando's RNG, amazing. baby.
0: More RNG. Yeah. Uh, let me go back to the credit ice real fast, talking about RNG. Okay. The tier fours that I was able to beat were the ones where it drafted three people on the last level instead of five. So if it drafted five enemies on the last uh, stage, i never beat those ones. But when it drafted only three on the last level, I could take those out and win State at tier fours. So that's I kept doing them until I got the three-person levels on the last level, and then I could beat those. So for anyone listening to this, if you get discouraged by tier four because you're getting murdered on the last level and there's five guys there, there's not always five. It's either five, four, or three. So I kept playing until I was getting levels with three people on the last stage, and I could beat those. So interesting don't automatically assume you can't beat tier four because you lose once if there's five people on it i lose two but when it's down to three i can beat it so i just thought that that was an interesting thing there very fascinating yeah kind of crazy i've seen a lot of people talking about how they thought it was tuned up too much and on reddit and i was like well you know there's there can be five people, there can be four people, there can be three people. Just play it until you get what you want, and I'm sure you'll be able to beat it. So, Yep, I agree. PSA. Well, that's it for the August 30th update, but they did do a community update, and it kind of went back to the three weeks prior to last week. Not a whole ton of information in there. Grandmaster Yoda's returning next week for all those people still searching for him. So you can grab him another chance to. And they threw in a raid update, which wasn't really too much information, rather than we're still optimizing and testing to ensure it's positive player experience. We will share additional info when these optimizations are done at a later date. So someday the raid will come out. My only oh, thing boy. is, as long as they keep coming out with these good updates until then, I'll be okay.
1: Yeah, and they've done a pretty good job with that as far as pacifying us and kind of trying to make us a little bit happier before the before the new raid comes out. Uh, the fact they made credits so easy to get is a little concerning. I'm curious to see exactly how difficult the new raid's going to be. It's probably going to be geared towards, you know, characters with gear.
0: Yeah, it's probably not our... Regular raid rules for the new raid are probably going to have to change. Probably have two different raid rules, because I'm not thinking that one team apiece is going to be enough to uh, slam this thing down anymore with the way they're giving out credits and trying to get you to gear up the all these groups of people. You're probably going to need more teams now yeah. to take them down. That would be my guess. So we shall see. Yep, that we shall. So one last thing I want to add on here at the end... Just for anyone that's interested, our guild Shattered Order has two spots open and we're trying to recruit people into them. So if you are a level 75 player or higher, whatever, and you want to join, we have room for you. So there's two of us, two spots open. If you're interested in it, my Twitter handle is at Goodnight Punk. So if you want to hit me up on there or find me on Reddit, my username is GoodnightPunk on there, too. And we would love to have you. So we have room for two people. You want in, just let me know. And uh, hopefully I'll hear from some of you guys.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Definitely need to get those roster spots filled so that when that new raid comes up, everybody's ready to go.
0: Yeah, we're going to blast it out. Get us some tier, tier six, six-dot mods. Heck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, I was put on to the fact that you might have a new Jerry fact for us. So, you remember a couple weeks
1: ago, they made an update in the game. Uh, Gamorian Guard, IG 88, and Stormtrooper Han were upgraded to Scoundrels. You remember that?
0: I do. It was a great day. Uh, I, I should have promoted agreed. a few more people, I think. That would be cool.
1: Well,. See, that's the deal. They they started to. They were actually going to make Jerry a scoundrel. and He's a scoundrel, all right. Well, oh, there's no doubt he's a <laughs> scoundrel, but they lined up all the scoundrels, and him and Lando were standing next to each other talking, and Lando wasn't happy about Magma Trooper's sad little mustache and... He told him it's just not scoundrel like enough, so they uh, they ended up removing the tag from him and stripping him of, you know, that that badge of
0: honor. And wait, wait, why? What was wrong with his mustache? It was just so you know those small, tiny little pencil stashes. Oh God! Did, yeah. Does Jerry have a pencil
1: stash? He's he's got a pencil stash. What? It's. <laughs> Terrible. And he's so proud of it. It's That's the worst <laughs> yeah. part. Is he yeah. thinks it's amazing, and it's just disappointing. Uh, I mean, I really but feel bad for the guy. My heart goes out to him.
0: It's not a surprise, to be honest. Disappointing Stash, disappointing Jerry. I can believe it, actually. That's, yeah.
1: They go hand in hand, don't they?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, anyways... Sorry, Jerry. guess you'll uh, just have to be an unofficial scoundrel. I'm sure that's better than nothing for that guy. <laughs> yeah, he'll wear it like a badge of honor. <laughs> well, anyways, for all of our listeners in the U.S., enjoy your holiday weekend. And for everyone else, enjoy your football starting. And we will talk to you next week. See ya.